Clients on Demand teaches coaches, consultants, thought leaders, and professional service providers how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for your clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All of this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. So, all right, what do we say to those people that are just terrified to get on the phone with a potential client? They would rather hide behind like an add to cart button. The last thing they want to do is to have an actual conversation with a real live human being. I think the reason why they're doing that, which in a way is a really great tell, kind of like your body, if you have pain, it's a tell something's not right. So when I get people that say that, the first thing I'm actually kind of excited that they don't like the way traditional sales have been done. When we ask, you know, a hundred, a thousand people in a room, how many of you, when you think of the word sales, what comes up? Dirty, slimy, pressure, um, dishonest. And so I applaud the people that don't want to go down that path. And so the problem is that they're trying to use an outdated system, which is pressure selling, which was taught by the insurance companies, the door-to-door sales in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. And they're trying to now wonder why it doesn't feel good for me to get on the phone because they're basically unskilled. One of my favorite parts of what we do at Clients on Demand is completely revolutionize the way we have an honest conversation. No script. We have a structure that gets to the truth. That's the key. And especially with the way that the marketing works, which does a lot of the heavy lifting to get the problems out and the consequences of those problems on the phone, that's where we focus. And when you understand how to do that, it feels good for you as a coach to be able to get to the truth. Mm-hmm. It feels great for the client because the client's like, finally, somebody understands what I'm going through. And then you give them an opportunity to decide to solve the problem. So the answer, why it feels bad is they're unskilled. They don't know how to have a conversation that works for everybody. Make that shift and you can be very powerful on the phone. There's this old idea that sales is about how do I convince Correct. someone mm-hmm. to buy this? How do I convince somebody to go work with me? How do I convince someone that I'm good enough to help them like solve this problem? Right? Where the truth is, is it's not about convincing. If you're convincing, it's never really even the right client. You're, it's not a great situation. Those conversations should really be about how can I help you get to the truth of what's really going on in your life, your business, your marriage, whatever. What is really happening there? And are you now going to make a decision to be a stand to solve that problem? And when you realize you're just having truthful conversations, it's not scary. It's actually fun because that's where the authentic conversations get to be had. And when you have an authentic conversation with someone in such a way that they get to the truth where they go, oh my gosh, this is the real problem. Mm-hmm. This is the real thing, you know, keeping me from having the business that I love, the relationship mm-hmm. that I love, the health that I want. And I, no longer, no more. I'm a stand. I want to fix it. You got to realize right then and there, those are your people. Yes. Those are your people. But it's all the stuff that you bring to those conversations of, are they going to like me? And Mm -hmm. am I going to say the right thing to convince them to to buy my program? That's all you and your stuff getting in the way. Mm -hmm. And when these conversations are about you, instead of about the person that you're going to have this conversation with, instead of about helping this person to solve that problem, then game over. Right? It's just not going to go anywhere. That's why it's so important, like, not to make the focus about making the sale, making the sale, making the sale. Because you're not selling a vacuum cleaner. You know what I'm saying? You're not selling a 
a widget or something like that. You're selling a coaching relationship and that relationship is going to continue beyond just that call. Mm. So the call has to be conducted in such a way that it creates a good feeling on both sides. Because if someone feels like you suckered them into their or twisted their arm or bullied them into joining your coaching program, how the hell are they going to trust you to actually coach them to do the thing that you're trying to, you know, help them do in the first place? So that's why we had to come up with a totally new way of doing this because the old way of sales leaves a bad taste in people's mouth. And it's not like we're, we're only having that one sales conversation and we get their credit card and we take the money. We never talk to that person again. No, it's like, that's the the beginning of a big relationship. And so if you start that, you know, the way you start is the way you finish. If you Mm -hmm. start that relationship off on the bad foot, it's going to be very difficult for you to recover that. Yeah. That's why when we do the high ticket sales, our focus is not even to make the sale. Our focus is to get in sync with the client about what is this problem that you have? How committed are you to fixing it? And do you want me to help you fix it? And do I want to help you fix it? Yeah. So there's a choice happening on both sides. You're choosing to enter into that coaching relationship, but I'm also choosing to take you on as a client. And that's why I think it's really not a good idea for people to, to either have those conversations in the way that they used to, or it's a really mm-hmm. pushy conversation, or, but it's also a really good reason why people shouldn't hide behind an add to cart button. Mm. Because if you're just letting people go to your website and click a button and buy your thing, you don't know who that person is. You don't know if you can help them. You don't know if they they meet your qualifications for who you can help and who you can't help. And so you're taking their money, but you really don't know if you can deliver your end. Because the truth is every wizard or whatever has a uh, a set of circumstances under which their magic will function. Mm-hmm. You know, you have certain people that you can help and certain people that you can't help. And if you're like, no, I can help everybody, you're full of it. Nobody can do that. I mean, at the, at the very least, the person has to be coachable, right. right? So you have to find out if they're coachable before you collect that that money and begin that relationship. So having those conversations is absolutely essential, but it's not a sales conversation. It's different. Correct. It's a conver- Yes, I mean, a, a transaction might happen, but that's not what it's about. What it's about is for me to find out what you're about, for you to find out what I'm about, and let's decide together if doing this is the best way forward. And that's a totally different perspective. A thousand percent. Because otherwise it's like, what do I have to say? What do I have to do? What little tactics and conversation trees do I have to follow just to get you to say yes? My goal is not to get you to say yes, because maybe saying yes isn't the best thing for you or the best thing for me. Correct. Goal is to find the truth. And that's why it can be a really great conversation because most of the people in our lives are terrified to have a truthful and honest conversation with us. You know, I mean, everybody knows what our problems are, but like nobody's going to step up and have a real conversation with us about it. That's why people need a coach. I think that's why a lot of coaches are afraid to pick up the phones because it's that that reluctance comes from, well, what if they ask me this? What if they ask me that? What if I don't have the answers? What if I, and they get so wrapped up in their own fear. It's like, you know, if you're a kid on the school ground and you're going to have to have a fight that day, the bullies picked on you. Mm -hmm. If you haven't been training, Mm-hmm. You're scared to death to have to go into that fight. But if you've been training in martial arts for five years, you're like, bring you it on. You don't even want to have the fight. Yeah. You're like, I don't and want you know to have the fight because it. <laughs> it's not going to be good for you. Fear's not leaving the way, leading the way. Yeah. yeah. And so when, when as a coach, if you're more afraid of that engagement than you are confident that you can help them, mm. you're not going to pick up that phone. Mm-hmm. And you're going to stay in that space that's safe and, oh, well, I'm going to go tinker on this thing and I'm going to go find some progress over here and get that need for you know some accomplishment today done. When in reality, they need you to pick up the phone. And mm-hmm. so there's, this is something you taught me when I was, I don't know, I think when I started in sales at mm-hmm. 17, there was no substitution for reps. Yep. And it's like, I had to pick up the phone, but one of the big benefits I had is I knew you were going to help hold me accountable to it. 
You're, and if I ran against a roadblock, I knew there was gonna be somebody that was there to give me a solution if I didn't have the answer. And so those first couple few calls, they were, I was, I was scared, you know what? Yeah. But after a hundred calls, it was like, I wanted to pick up the phone. Yeah. After a thousand calls, I'm like, give me extra phones. After 10,000 calls, I'm like, now I wanna build an army that can do it, right? So there's the same dynamic that takes place. When you have that certainty and confidence that you can help them and you're doing it in an authentic way where you don't have to break yeah. and do this pushy driver, it's like, my God, how many people could we help if, if we got through that fear? Well, yeah. really what it comes down to is where is your focus? Mm -hmm. Is your focus yeah. on yourself? Yep. Either like, oh, I got to make the sale. I got to make the sale. I got to make the sale. Or even, even, pay this, my bills. even this, I'm afraid to ask tough questions. Right. What if they don't like me? Yep. That's so huge. Right. That's that one's that huge because it's like, that's the part, you know, but the greatest gift we can give people as coaches is to get them to the truth of what's really going on. Because most of the time when people come faced, like, look, we all have these problems, but we have this nice warm blanket of excuses, rationalizations mm -hmm. that just get us through the day. The greatest gift that someone could give us is to have a real conversation where it's like, look, man, this is what's really going on. Not where they tell us, but where we realize it for ourselves. Oh my God, things really aren't working. And I have to do something about that. Just having that clarity, mm -hmm. most of the time when we really come face to face with our problems, we will choose to do something about it. But if you're focused on yourself and you're self-conscious, either focused on, on yourself because it's like, oh, I really need to get the sale or focused on yourself like, oh God, I hope this person, I really want this person to like me. You got to get your focus off yourself completely and yeah. just put your focus right on serving the other person to the truth. Yeah. There, there's something there's you said at our, our last event, you said something that just like stuck and it was get out of the way. Get out of the way, get man. Out of the way. Right. Get out of the way. The, the, think, the less you think about yourself, the more great things can come through you. But the yeah. more you're thinking about yourself and, and your own stuff, the more you're just gonna contract within yourself and you, you, you won't be able to give your gifts to the world the way you should. Yeah, you sit in there going, okay, are they gonna like me? Like right. you said, right? And then it's also this fear of, I don't wanna say anything to the other person that'll make them feel bad about themselves. Because mm -hmm. if I were to do that, that means I have poor values and I'm not a good person because mm -hmm. I don't ever want to be the person that ha makes another person feel bad, mm -hmm. right? And so it's all this idea of having an underlying belief system of, hey, we're going to have truthful conversations and it's not a conflict, right? You're just mm -hmm. using the example of, of a fight, right? On the school year. The, the truth is these conversations are not about conflict. This, the, It's like, okay, let's both of us get on the same side of the street, mm -hmm. same side of the table. Let's cozy up to one another and get out all of this, you know, silly stuff that are in the way and have a real authentic conversation. And if you come at it that way and you're going into that conversation, I see you, you're a human being with all your gifts and all these amazing things. And you have some areas of your life that aren't working. Let's have a real conversation about that. And you know there there might be some things that I say that might feel a little raw and know that that I'm having a real conversation with you because we're on the same side of the street, yeah. right? We're just figuring out what are this, what's really going on. And if you can get that fear out of the way and just realize you're two human beings mm -hmm. trying to get to the truth, there doesn't have to be any fear around it. Well, that's part of what Brooke was talking about too. Is that and this is what breaks my heart. You take people that are coaches, coaches, nurses. Um, healthcare providers, they're generally in that field because they love people and they want to make mm -hmm. a difference. Now, you take that person who cares a lot about people and all of a sudden, then we're going to give them a selling system from the old days, which is built around personal power, is thick skin, numbers where you power through no matter what they say, you say this. And then all of a sudden, you're wondering why it feels dirty and icky and you resist it. Now, to make it worse, you get on the phone and all of a sudden you try the used car approach to your coaching business and it 
it implodes in your face. Mm -hmm. You do it once, doesn't feel good. You shake it off, you say, oh, I'm new. You do it a second time, a third time, a 10th time. Somewhere between three and 20 times people emotionally quit because they're afraid that, oh my God, I'm not built for this. I'm not a salesperson. And what we love is we say, thank thank God you're not a salesperson. Let's have you be a transformational person. Mm -hmm. Let's show you how to have a transformational conversation. But to build the confidence, you have to develop a skill. Mm -hmm. And you have to have, you know, we don't script, but we have a structure that gets to the truth. That's critical. And most people don't know how to do it. But once you do, you quickly go to, oh my God, I did it and it worked. Oh my God, they loved it. They said, thank you, please take my credit card. The same person who tried it their way and was 0 for 10, now they try it with a better approach that's built on honesty, being present, being authentic, and getting to the truth. And all of a sudden the people say, thank you, please take my money and help me solve the problem. Hmm. And it's a different experience entirely, but that Mm -hmm. aligns with the heart-driven approach, which is really what we're talking about is a heart-driven sale, a heart-driven enrollment process, which is focused on transformation and truth. I think we have to address the elephant in the room on it too, though, which is the money story. And I think mm-hmm. so many coaches are petrified to pick up the phone because they're going to have to talk about money. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. very it's true. It's like, if you have this problem, I have a solution, but there's money that's in between us. And I know I'm going to have to talk about it and it's going to get really uncomfortable and I don't want to have to have that dialogue. And I'm going to ask you for your money so that I can actually help solve your problem. And so if people can't work out their money story, they will not pick up that phone because mm-hmm. we spend a lot of time getting the so mind true. trash, the money mind trash out of their head. And as you've said too, it's an exchange of value or a score sheet of how many people. My belief around the money is pretty simple. It's in direct proportion to the size of the problem and the skill needed to solve it. And it also is a great, if they don't have skin in the game, the client, they don't show up to do the work. Mm -hmm. So even the pricing is a form of love. And when you understand that, it's like my goal, if I I take a dime from you or $10,000 is for me to get the outcome. And the money and the investment is a way I know you'll show up because if I undercharge you, and I go low, then you're not gonna show up. To me, it's immoral to charge $500, $1,000 for something that five or 10 was required to get you to show up and do the work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have that backwards. But again, those are the type of things that we deal with when you're dealing with coaching. We can clean that stuff out pretty quick. Yeah. And every single time we have people making a lot of money and we still have to pull that out because we have been programmed to accept the wrong values around money. It's why most people are broke. So, but the other part too that I think for this too is that buyers have evolved. They, they're tired of the high pressure sale. They're tired of that. So when you come in with a heart driven approach built around the truth, what? This feels really good. And mm-hmm. this person I really think is gonna help me and they actually really do care. And they're not trying to get their hand in my wallet. And it's a different experience altogether, which the key is what you said, Russ. It's not about the sale. It's about enrolling ideal clients committed to the, the mm-hmm. transformation. If I beat them up, even if I beat them up on the front end with the old fashioned approach, I've destroyed the relationship. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna trust me to coach right. them. Right, because you might get the credit card, Correct. but you're not gonna get the commitment to actually do what's necessary exactly. to fix the problem. I'm focusing on getting and solving the problem in, in two months, three exactly. months, one month, whatever. That's where I'm focusing on. And the other one that you said with you, Brooke, if I focus on them, there's no time for me to focus on me. And it's very similar if you're a doctor and you have a client who's got cancer. The doctor's focusing on them. You know what I mean? We have to show up the same way for the client, 
Remember, we have a solution, but to your point, Russ, I need to know that you're going to show up. I need to know that I'm the best fit for you, and I yep. need to know you're going to do the work. And yep. if you don't, we can part friends, and, and I'll steer you to something else. But yep. this is what I need to get that result. Well, the doctor analogy is really apt because it really is the difference between, like, you're a doctor and you have a website where, hey, pick what drugs you want. Just check the boxes <laughs> and the cart, the cart, boom, you get whatever you want. No, you know, whatever. No, it's like they have to check you out. They yes. have to make sure, like, let's find out what the problem is so I can prescribe the correct treatment. Correct. Anything other than that is malpractice. Yep. You have to have that conversation conversation and coaching is the same way. Yeah. What is really going on? What's the problem that you really have? Is this something I can even help you with? You yeah. know, maybe it's maybe you have a problem that I, I just can't fix. In which case I'll steer you in the direction of maybe somebody that could help you. But I have to know that yeah. before I enroll you into the program. And so it's so important to have those conversations. And again, it shouldn't be about you. It's about finding out what the heck Correct. is going on with them so that you can make a decision about whether you want to enroll that person as a client or send them somewhere else. Mm. And you have a duty yeah. to do that. You have a moral obligation to do that. One of the things I'm most proud about with, with our system that we've created and taught is watching a 75-year-old therapist who's never done sales in the world get so good. She's an introvert too, by the way. Get on the phone and, and she's like, Mark, it's almost no fun because everybody says yes now. And it's funny because she goes, it used to be so challenging. I couldn't get anyone to say yes. Now everyone says yes, but it works for introverts. It works for 75-year-old you know, introvert therapists. Mm -hmm. It works for outgoing people. It works for younger people. It works for yep. everybody on the spectrum because it's not built around your personal dynamic. It's not about how good you are with Charismatic your time. And exactly. You've got the thick skin. You've got the alpha yeah. male. <laughs> it's simply, can you have an honest conversation and can you go that? And once, you, once we refine that syntax and the structure to how to get there, it's applicable to anybody, providing yeah. that you truly care about the client. If yeah. you're just some scum trying to get your hand in their wallet, it's like there's so many things in the way to block Well, that's you. the key because it doesn't matter if you're an introvert or an extrovert because you're not thinking about yourself at all. Correct. It's you all know? about that. Yeah, like being an extrovert or being an introvert, that's the way that you meet your own needs mm -hmm. habitually, right? But if I'm not even there thinking about my own needs, I just want to find out what's going on with you. Let's exactly. Figure, let's, let's talk. Let's figure out what's going on. If I can help you, great. If not, I'll send you someplace that can help you. It's like I don't even have time to get self-conscious because yeah. I'm not thinking about myself at all. When, when we can get people into that state where they're just not worried about themselves, it's all about you, yeah. that's when they start enrolling like crazy because people subconsciously sense that and they feel cared for like you're looking out for them yeah you know and, and and there's no substitute for that you know you can tell the difference between when someone's talking to you because they want something and when someone's talking to you because they just want to show yeah. up and serve right and that's what's at the heart of coaching and i think what's great about our process is that's reflected in in the sales call. Absolutely. It's reflected from front to back. From front to back. Mm -hmm. yeah. From the marketing, you're getting the people who are coming in saying, I have this problem. Yep. So you can stay in that space as a coach and be like, I'm just here to help people solve yeah. their problems. Mm -hmm. You don't have to break from your core authentic self. Yeah. You can just serve them all the way through. It's such an important distinction because, you know, we'll have people all the time say, you know, well, once they're my client, I love uh -huh, it. Exactly. Right? Once they're my client, I love it. And I love coaching them and I help them. And I'm like, <laughs> what if the person who just showed up on the phone with you to have that first call, you related to them like, they are your client, right? This is yeah. a person that's in front of you. Yeah. Like you use the uh, the metaphor of a doctor. A doctor's not saying, well, once you sign in to a year-long <laughs> program to be a, my patient, patient when they walk in right? The like they're, th that's, that's their patient. Yeah. That's yes. who's right in front of them. And so you have to really get that, that the person in front of you is your person. Mm -hmm. They are your client. They're not, it doesn't, a, a magic switch doesn't happen once they give the credit card. You need to yeah. start off right there to serve them just like you would serve a client, you know, once they've decided to solve the problem with you.
I think we have to remember too, so using the doctor metaphor, if they're in the doctor's office, they're in pain. Because they have a problem. Every single person who's on the phone with you is in pain. So we get wrapped up and I need to enroll them. I need to you know, get them to say, yes, I got to do all these fancy schmancy things. It's like, no, you have a human being who's there who guaranteed 100% of the time, they're giving up their most precious commodity, their time, their energy, and they're subjecting themselves to something that's outside their comfort zone. Yeah. They're in pain, they need your help. And if you've got the skills to do it, pick up the phone, pick up the phone, help these people. Yeah. This was what I loved about the COD model was it was the first time that I saw they had to go through 10 to 15 hoops to self-select forward. I've got yeah. that problem. I want to fix it. That's me. So by the time you're there, the old, the old approach of beating them up and I have thicker skin and I'm, it's going to be a fist fights type sale didn't feel good. We don't have to play that game. And so it's so powerful to stack front to back, like you said, Brooke, where we have a lot of the heavy liftings done by the marketing portion. Yep. The enrollment call is a continuation of that. And then the coaching relationship is a further continuation. It's consistent. Right. And that's why you're getting such amazing results on the back end, which also makes you better on the front end and on the enrollment call. So at the end of the day, guys, anybody that doesn't feel good about doing a sale the old fashioned way, I applaud you. But don't hide behind that. You still need to have a client out there that needs your help. You need to learn how to have a transformational conversation. You just do. And there's a right way to do it. And there's a new way to do it. And there's the old way, which nobody likes. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes that old way except for a handful of pseudo wannabe alpha males in, a, in an Italian suit, you know, with, a, with the look and the thick skin. This is for everyone else. Just pick on Italians. I don't know. Yeah. They always do. Well, all it's my suits fair. are Italian anyway, it's so it's fair. fair. You so, know, I married Italian. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, but again, Italians have the best cars and the best suits, so that's only fair. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, but it's it's kind of like those, you guys want to be high pressure, this is not for you. Yeah. This is for people who care about their people and want to have a great relationship on the back end. And if you do, and you want to have transformational results, your enrollment process needs to be transformational and honest as well. Um, we talk a lot about authentic and uh, advocacy, and that's really at the core of what we're talking about. Yeah. But it feels good for the buyer, it feels good, or the client, it feels good for the coach, and it feels good for the result. It's win, win, win. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. A brand new episode will be released every Wednesday, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash C-A-L-L and book an appointment to speak with our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging, whether that's $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 or more. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy that you should be using to reach them. Remember, building an incredible coaching business or professional services company does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped clients from all over the world scale their businesses to six or seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. So to see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Ruffino, and let's talk soon.